Look at what famous people are doing if you want to be famous, and then do that. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Business Made Simple podcast brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network. I am your host, Donald Miller. I get people coming up to me and they want to build a personal platform. In some ways, most of the people on Instagram are trying to build a personal platform and I just see it going wrong. <laughs> I just see it over and over. Very sophisticated, intelligent people dancing like they were on TikTok. We're building a personal platform by talking about and doing the things online that are trending. And what happens is you end up building a platform of maybe hundreds or thousands of people who are following you who want you to keep doing the thing that was trending, which has nothing to do with how you want to impact the world. That's not how you build a personal platform. It just gets clicks. So we got to change that. On today's Business Made Simple podcast, I'm going to give you my thoughts on how you should be building your personal platform. And I hope, I hope that you find it really, really helpful if you want to have impact in this world. So many small business owners dream about selling their small business, but they don't know where to start. You know it's worth something, but what is it really worth? So who can you trust in that space? I have partnered with my friend Michael Arietta at Garden City. This is a private equity firm out of Atlanta, Georgia. Mike has bought dozens and dozens of small businesses. They keep them, by the way. They don't flip them. And I love that because he's just committed to creating a great place to work for all of your employees. But the bottom line is, if you're saying, I don't know what this thing is worth, I don't know if I can even sell it, Mike is the first guy that you want to talk to. You can go to sellyoursmallbusiness.com right now. You fill out a form, and then Mike's team will get in touch with you. But just that conversation, just that conversation is going to give you a much better picture, a much clearer picture of what you're actually looking at in terms of how much your small business is worth. So go to sellyoursmallbusiness.com, sellyoursmallbusiness.com. It is a great place to start if you are thinking about selling your small business. When it comes to running a successful business that works, nothing matters more than generating revenue. But your sales team isn't just closing deals. They're tracking down leads, forecasting growth, whipping up reports, managing contacts, creating content, crunching numbers, the list goes on and on. With quarter four around the corner, there's a better way to win, and it all starts with the new HubSpot Sales Hub. With HubSpot Sales Hub, your data, tools, and teams are fully linked inside a smart and highly customizable platform that pumps prospects directly into your pipeline and closes deals all in one place. Plus, sequences and smooth workflows help reps streamline tasks so they can spend more time on what they do best, connecting with customers. With Sales Hub, closing deals is no big deal. Try it for yourself at HubSpot.com sales. All right, how do you build a personal platform? I'm going to do this. I'm going to give this to you in a series of questions. And some ideas are going to happen to you. Some things are going to happen to you if you try to build a personal platform. But mostly it's a series of questions. And this is the main question. And you probably already know it if you've known me long enough. But the question is this, what problem do you solve? I mean that as a human being. What problem do you solve? And some of you say, well, I don't know. I just want to be famous. Okay, well, I don't you know, discount you because you want to be famous. Uh, you know, Maybe being famous is going to be 
something that you actually like. I wouldn't consider myself a famous person, but about once every two weeks, I'm at the store and somebody comes up and says, hey, man, I really love your books. And that's about it. I don't, I don't really want any more fame than that. However, that is a nice thing. And so if you want more than that, then that's something you want. I don't fault you for going after it. But you will only be famous if you solve a problem. For instance, people like to laugh and they can't find stuff that they find really funny. So if you're a comedian, you solve the problem of people don't have anything to laugh at. <laughs> That's literally, it's literally that simple. If you are a singer and all singers are really good looking and you uh, are 80 pounds overweight and have a great voice, you solve the problem of people wanting somebody who looks like them up on stage writing a great song. And you should own that. Like you should own that. That's you. That's part of you solve that problem. Also, people like hearing good music. But, you know, that's in the entertainment industry. But let me just ask you, you know, when you think about people who have really created an enormous amount of influence, all of them are solving some sort of problem. And a lot of times it's not a problem like you need a new roof or your plumbing doesn't work. It's, it's an identity problem. Let me just name some folks. Glennon Doyle. Years ago, before Glennon was really famous, I had breakfast with her and just just liked her so much. She was just such a kind, gracious human being and spunky and funny, everything you'd want her to be. I, I think to some degree, Glennon sort of solves the problem of women especially feeling kind of trapped in their life, trapped in their identity, trapped in the expectations, trapped in the, the things that are opposing them. And she represents and embodies somebody who's broken out of those cages. Untamed is the name of one of her books, and I think it's her most successful book. All right, let's look at the other side of the coin. Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan has blown up on his podcast. The guy was like, you know, he's the host of Fear Factor. He's a comedian. You know, people kind of knew who he was, but no way to the degree that he is now. What is Joe Rogan? What problem has he solved? The problem that he solves is people have these thoughts, but they can't say them, and Joe says them. Joe Rogan and Glennon Doyle are selling the same thing. They really, they're solving the same problem for two different demographics. And Joe Rogan will sit there and light up a joint and talk about why he thinks you know Jesus exists or doesn't exist, and he just doesn't care about who's thinking what about him. There's sort of a freedom that Joe has and Glennon Doyle has, and people are attracted to that, and they've turned it into a brand. Brene Brown is somebody, a, a woman who's incredibly powerful but has been the voice giving us permission to be vulnerable in the workplace, in the public sphere. She's got to be the world's leading proponent of you being able to say that you're not as strong as people might think you are. And the sort of health of that, that has been a problem that we have not been able to voice that about ourselves. And Brene Brown has given us permission. She solved the problem. Sir Ken Robinson one of the leading thought leaders on education and a big critic of both European and American styles of education, you know, basically saying we're overlooking genius. Ken Robinson actually met him on a beach, if you can believe it, once. He literally walked into a bar and sat down next to me. And I'm not even making this up. And we spent a couple hours just talking. I didn't even know who he was. I didn't even know he wrote written a book and found out that later. Can you believe that? What are the chances of that? And Sir Ken Robinson is solving the problem of overlooked people by our education system. Because you don't fit as a cog in a wheel in an industrial complex, you are not worth anything to society. And he has railed against that idea and has helped teachers unearth the genius in our classrooms. These kids who are making C's, D's, F's, which was me, by the way, terrible grades through high school. 
and through whatever college was for me, which is like a blip on the radar. You know, I had any sort of ability to think in a different way until later in life and read Ken Robinson and understood it. And he became a spokesperson for me. And that's the next thing that I want to get to. This is, you know, after you discover the problem you solve, and I gave you some examples of some people who've built incredibly enormous personal platforms by solving people's problems. The next thing is you want to become a spokesperson for that people group. Now, this is where most of us who are trying to build a platform, we never even make it this far. All we're doing is saying, well, you know, people dance on TikTok. So if I dance, maybe I'll get some followers. Or if I show a video of somebody saying something and, and then I just put right next to it my facial expressions as they say it, right? Or this music is trending. So let me use this music. That's how a lot of us are trying to build our personal platforms. But we, we don't know what problem we solve for people, and we don't know who we are a spokesperson for. Those two questions are the foundation on which you will build your personal platform. What problem do you solve, and who, who are you a spokesperson for? All right, those are the first two questions. Now, after you answer those questions and you begin speaking out, here is where another group of people actually fail to build a platform. They don't expect pushback. They don't expect people to be mad and angry. And I'll just tell you this, know that if you are going to be an influential person, you're going to get pushback. Know that people are going to hate you. Know that people are going to lie about you. Know that people are going to try to sum you up. And sometimes for the silliest reasons, one of my most popular videos was like, what I would have done differently if I were single again, if I could go back, because I wrote a book called Scary Close about my how I met Betsy. And the pushback was, well, you could do all those things, you know, if you're married too. And, you know, so well, that's kind of silly pushback. I mean, of course you can. But I had to sort of not take the video down and just leave it there. In fact, the lady who posted my video, Kate, called and said, you sure you want to post this because you're going to push back? Yes, I want to post it. Posted something recently that's done really well that just talks about the characteristics of a narcissist. Well, you know who doesn't like you exposing the characteristics of a narcissist? Narcissists. <laughs> Turns out they don't like that. And they get really mad. And uh, they'll come after you. So I think you're gonna, if you're gonna be a spoke, you think Glennon Doyle doesn't get lit up? You think Joe Rogan doesn't get lit up? You think Brene Brown doesn't get lit up, made fun of? You think Ken Rock? No, they all do. So if you're not expecting that, then you don't know what you're getting into. But I would expect it and I would get really comfortable with it. Marketing Against the Grain, hosted by Kip Bodner and Kieran Flanagan, is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. If you want to know what's happening now in marketing, what's ahead, and how you can lead the way, this is the podcast for you. Hosts Kip and Kieran share their marketing expertise, unfiltered in the details, the truth, and like nobody tells it to you. Check out their recent episode on how to use AI to save time and grow your business. In that episode, Kip and Kieran are joined by AI expert and former Facebook data scientist Rachel Woods to discuss how you and your team can adopt an AI-first mindset, go deep into how to really take advantage of AI, and why you need to throw an AI hackathon for your business. Listen to Marketing Against the Grain wherever you get your podcasts. And now back to the show. The next thing that I would do is I would break down you being the spokesperson for a group of people into sound bites. Break it down into repeatable sound bites and begin to metabolize. This is what I want to say on behalf of all these people. This is who we are. But you need to break that down into sound bites so that that message can be repeated. And that's exactly why you want to break it down into sound bites so that your message can be repeated. 
if you say it 50 different ways, then it's going to be harder for people to latch onto that message and repeat it over and over. Next thing you want to do is embody your message. Now, preferably, this message is you. You're not just faking it. I don't know why you'd want a platform sharing ideas that other people are, think are popular. At that point, you're just sort of desperate, right? But hopefully, you have embodied your message. What actions would you need to take in order to embody this message? Another thing, make it visual. We just live in a visual world. I'm watching a guy right now who's running in the presidential primaries in one of the parties, and he's doing a great job of pulling out his phone while he's at the gym, you know, pulling out of the phone, you know, while he's at a, a restaurant and, and talking to the owner of the restaurant, what their struggles are. Make it visual, make it interesting. Uh, another mistake that I think people make when they're trying to build a platform is they mistake hanging out with somebody who is famous as being famous themselves. This is a big one. This is a really big one. I see this mistake a lot. You do not need to ever be in a room or shake hands with or know anybody famous in order for you to be famous. You don't. You absolutely don't. It's completely unnecessary. What you want to do, though, is look at what famous people are doing if you want to be famous and then do that. And here's what they're doing. They're creating and shipping content. That's what they're doing. They're making movies. They're making albums. They're giving speeches. They're doing things to impact the world. And that is what is making them famous. A lot of us, we won't create anything. We won't do anything. We're scared of what's going to happen if we put something out there and potentially it's criticized and our, and our wounded egos are so hurt. But we'll take an opportunity to go hang out with somebody famous in order to be close to them because secretly we know in ourselves we would like to be famous too. That's a waste of, absolute waste of your time. Absolute waste of your time. Don't do it. I realized that a long time ago when I you know, took advantage of two or three opportunities to go, you know, somebody mildly famous or whatever wanted to hang out or talk and, you know, we get coffee or something. And then years later, I realized, man, none of that has actually helped me advance my goals. No, it was not. It was sometimes I'm, I'm a fan of these people. So it was really cool to just geek out and get to meet them. I thought it was just really cool to be able to do that. But that doesn't really add to me building my personal platform at all. You've got to make and ship content. You've got to make and ship content. That's what you've got to do in whatever whatever form, whatever art you're in, if it's business, if it's being an expert in your field of expertise, whatever it is, make and ship content. All right, so what do we do to make and ship content? Well, let me give you some questions here that you're going to want to ask yourselves. The people that you represent, the people, I want you to think of yourself as a spokesperson for the people who are struggling with whatever it is that you represent. What resources do they need? What sound bites do they want to hear? And how can you help them create community? If it's a Facebook group, if it's the chat comments in your Instagram, what resources do they need? What sound bites can you create that they can repeat to embolden their identity and feel more powerful? And how can you give them an opportunity to be in community with each other? That is how you build a personal platform. It's not just doing things on Instagram or Facebook or TikTok or X now that gets a lot of attention. That's not building a platform. That's just getting attention. But if you do all of these things, you are going to be fine. You're going to be fine. Okay, you know, at the end of every episode, I give you a plan of action. Let me just summarize some basic steps that you can take in order to build a personal platform. First, what problem do you solve? Really think about this. What problem do you solve? And do you want to solve that problem? Is it a problem that people actually have? Who are the people? I want you to picture them. 
write down their names. Who are some of the people who embody the very group of people that you want to be a spokesperson for, right? Who are those people? What sound bites can you create so that you actually represent those people? What resources do they need? How can you help them build a community? You are becoming the spokesperson for that group of people. And once you understand everything that I've just said, that is the foundation on which you will build your personal platform. Mine has been small business owners. Small business owners for the past, I don't know, six, seven years, that has been my tribe, small business owners. Before that, when I was a memoirist, it was Christians who didn't feel comfortable at church. (laughs) It turns out. There are millions of them. We don't feel like we belong here, but we've got this relationship with Jesus, right? I mean, that was me, and then, wow, what a pivot, right? But I was able to build two different platforms that did really well. If I go into politics, it's going to be a platform of people who are okay sitting down with the other side, Republicans with Democrats, Democrats, in order to get things done and compromise in order to create solutions. Tell me there's not an opportunity right? There's an opportunity. So what we want to do is get in there and say, okay, who are these people? What are they worried about? What are they afraid of? What's their pain? What are they not saying that they wish somebody would say for them? And then you strategically want to move into that space and become their spokesperson. If you want to build a platform, that's my take on how you do it. And I wish you the best. All right. Okay, everybody. Thanks as always for listening to the Business Made Simple podcast, where we are obsessed with helping you grow your small business and today obsessed with helping you grow your personal platform. See you again next week.